MLM Nation, episode 657. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, are you driven by purpose or just by money? Is network marketing all about the fancy cars, mansions, or the quote-unquote lifestyle, or is there more to it? Now, if you're driven by purpose, go check out this new group called Purpose Driven Networkers. Not only do we have a higher calling, but we also have a five-step system that we use to help get your next customer or rep immediately. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today with Richard Stock. Hey, Richard, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, man. Let's do this thing. Richard Stock had a very successful career in the mortgage industry as he was one of the top account executives in his company. He was financially doing really well until a change in management 15 years ago changed everything. And that was when he was introduced to network marketing. Since then, he's earned over $3.5 million in lifetime commissions, and he's created the most leaders in his company. He loves helping people get out of debt, save money on taxes, and putting their money into real estate. So, Richard, i just given ML Nation a brief intro, but please take us out to your background. What did you used to do in the mortgage industry, and uh, how did you come across network marketing? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was doing mortgages. I was working back, so this was back in 2004, 2005. And we did a lot of work. And I was working for a company at that time that, you know, did a bunch of subprime mortgages for people with 450 credit scores, 500 credit scores. And we were doing that. And, you know, things were good. And I was able to make a lot of, you know, a good income for me at that time. I was single. Life was good. And one day I got a phone call from my brother. And he said, hey, I want to take you out to lunch. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So he came, he took me out to lunch, and he showed me some stuff. And I'm like, "Uh, you know what, man, I'm not interested (laughs) at all. And then he called me back two days later, and he's like, "Uh, you didn't understand what I said the first time. So you need to come. He's like, I'm going to come pick you up, take you out to lunch again. And this time when he came, I mean, this was clear back to have internet on our computers. We were hooking it up from our phone to our computer, all of this stuff back and forth. And I'm like, where did you get this? Because three months ago, you didn't have money to buy your daughter anything for Christmas. And I bought your daughter all of her Christmas presents. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, this is what I've done. And um, it took me a couple weeks to be able to finally attend an event. And man, after I went and saw the power of what uh, the company at that time, I'm like, I got to do something different. I love sales. I love being able to go out and help people. And I had a change in management and at work. And I went from having a lot of time freedom to being micromanaged every 15 minutes of the day. I don't know about you guys, but I hate being micromanaged. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to try this thing out. And that was the biggest thing I said is I'm going to try this. Now, obviously, over time, you know, trying means we aren't going to do it. But I just said, let's go in. Let's get this thing done. And it took me a while to be able to start having some success with it. And then eventually things took off. And, man, my life 
different ever since then. And this industry has changed everything for me and my family. And now we live the how we want to live, make the money we want to make, and uh, be able to have the financial security that we want to have. So let's take, um, you said you were trying and things didn't work out. You didn't have much success in the beginning. Uh, what were some of the things you did wrong? So, you know, a lot of it was this, is I just, I wasn't humble. I was very successful with what I did in sales, but I realized every company, everything you sell differently. A lot of the things are the same, but how you sell mortgages was different than what we were selling. And so I just realized that I had to unlearn some of the things I had learned and how to do it, how this company strongly suggested I do it. And the crazy thing is, is when I finally figured that out, I was able to go out and literally have a $60,000 weekend, which changed everything for me. I'm like, okay, now I understand this. Then I was able to go out and start implementing it. And the whole philosophy of just keep it simple. Instead of getting caught up in how everything works, just show them what it is. Show them the value that's there. They'll see it. They will get, you know, if people are ready for it, they will get started. And so that's what I was doing wrong when I was trying. I was trying to do it my way. I was trying to force it on people instead of just saying, no, man, here it is. This is what it does. Boom, let's go. Hmm. You, you talk about keeping it simple, and that's, this is probably because you have your previous sales background, right? And you had to ch- change things. What's an example? I think this is a mistake a lot of people make. What's an example of showing everything and not keeping it simple? Yeah, you know, the big thing is, is this. What I have seen is, depending on people's product that they have, they try to get into all the little details, how everything was made, how everything was done, why this is so much better, or they try to get into all the little minute things that guys truly only about 20% of the people you're going to talk to is really interested in that portion. A lot of people just want to know, hey, why is this good? Why does this help me? And man, if it helps me, then you know what? It's going to be good. And so show them more of the bigger picture of it instead of getting caught up and every little detail from A to B to C to D, like only 20% of people are going to be interested in that. And so just go ahead and look at that. Like I said, the bigger picture and be like, if it's a product or a pill or a lotion, something like that, hey, try it for a week. Let me know how you feel. Because if they try it for a week and they like it, guess what? They're going to buy it. They don't care about all the science as long as it's ethical and, you know, like that, then we're good. So that's really what I just say. Keep it simple. The majority of people don't care about every little step and every little detail with it. Along your journey, aside from when you had to unlearn and keep it simple, what was like a light bulb moment where, or aha moment where your business really, really took off? Oh, man, I mean, really it was the day, and I'll never forget the day that this happened. I was, um, we had flown into Long Beach and we were doing an event this is when I was struggling and, you know, a bunch of us were just trying to, you know, get by and was flown into Long Beach and kind of my mentor at that time, we're in the minivan, we're driving over to the Radisson in Orange County. He's like, hey, how many people are, are we talking to this weekend and how many people do you have coming and how many people do you have coming to this like uh, intensive training thing we were doing? And he came to me and he said, how many do you have? And I said, zero. 
And I remember I was in the back seat, back row. He's looking at me in the mirror, and I could just see his eyes like piercing my soul. And he said, then what the hell are you doing here? And I said, well, you guys told me I needed to be here. So I'm like, here, I'm just trying to follow because I realized if I follow the right leaders, I'm eventually going to become a leader. And they, he sat down with me that weekend with my brother and just said, it's not about you. This is 100% about them. They don't care what you've done. They want to know what, what it can do for them. And that's the weekend where I literally went from making nothing to that weekend, I walked away with $60,000. And that weekend, it literally, like, it changed everything for me at that time. I'm like, okay, now I know how to truly be able to sell this product. And so that was the weekend. Everything switched for me. So what do you mean it's about them, not about you? Is it like, um, you know, sharing the dream with them, getting them to believe in the dream? Is it words you say? Or is it more about, I know it's a lot of everything. Right? It's your mindset as well. But can you give an example about it's about them and not about Richard Stock? So a lot of what we do without getting into too much of our product is we do a ton of real estate investing, right? And we train people how to, or we have our instructors teach people how to invest in real estate. So it's not like, hey, what have you done and how much money have you made? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this? It's, this is what it can do for you. You know, they don't care, guys. The reason you're talking to your people is it's made a difference in your life. That's why you're talking to them. They don't care what it's done for you. They want to know what it's done for everybody else, for better or worse. Because if you're already successful in life and now you start doing this, they'll be like, well, it's easy for you because you're already successful. If you're struggling, they're like, well, why do I want to listen to you? You're struggling. They want to know what's up for Bob and Mary and Tim and Georgina and everybody else, what the product's done for them, how much money they've been able to make, what they have been able to do. So that's what I mean. They don't care about you. You like it. That's why you're talking to them. They want to know what it's done for everybody else. Because if, you know, Georgina just came off the street and Georgina was struggling, and now in the first year, she's making an extra $5,000, $6,000, $7,000 a month, they want to know that because they can relate, relate to Georgina better or they can relate to Mary, or they can relate to Gladys, or they can relate to Alma. They can relate to all these other people better because they already know you. So when they see what it's done for other people, man, that's when everything starts going is, hey, we got something here. If it's helping all these people, I already know my buddy was successful, or you know, my buddy was in the NFL club, like really no friends left. I was the only one. They want to know what's done for everybody else. And when they see what it's done for everybody else, that's when everything else in your business will take off. When it's not about you, it's all about what that product or service can do for them. That's awesome advice. And it's really about uh, you're, what you're saying is collecting stories. That's relatable. So everything. Back sell, story sell. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Now, you do real estate investing. Uh, I'm going to ask you, and before we started the show, you said, you know, you've made over three, three and a half million dollars in lifetime commissions. And most of it came in recently, right? So, how do you overcome? Some people might say, well, in the last year since the pandemic, the economy is bad. Where would people have money to invest? Give some advice on that. So this is the way I look at it. That's a great question. How many people don't have money to buy a car, but they buy a car because the car makes them look good? <laughs> Tons. Everyone. Right? everyone almost people everyone. have money. They just need to have a reason to spend the money. 
right? I mean, guys, look at it. I mean, how many people say they don't have the money, but they go and buy a Starbucks every single day? They go and buy a, you know, a Starbucks, a pack of cigarettes a couple times a week, right? Guys, they have the money. They just haven't seen the value on why they should spend that money with you. So when you can show them the value and what that product, that service can do for them, you show them the value, you better believe they will come and spend the money with you because they're already spending the money. Everybody that says they don't have money to spend, I almost can guarantee you they have a Costco club membership or a Sam's club membership. And they'll go in and spend, you know, go in thinking to buy one or two things and walk out with $1,000 worth of stuff, right? So people have the money, even in this economy. Even in this economy right now, people have the money. You just have to show them the value and the reason why they need what you have. That's great advice because there's something I share with my coaching clients. Everyone has the money, right? If you don't take the money, like you say, you'll spend on cigarettes, you'll spend on cars, you'll spend on other things. You just have to show them the value. And I think using the what you shared, using the stories, get them to see that they can do it. Yeah. And so the other thing I will say with that is, uh, Simon, one thing that we try to do is if I'm working with, you know, talking with a female in her 20s to, let's say, 30s, I'm going to try to share a story of a female in her 20s to 30s and try to obviously match those stories up. If they come from a blue collar job, I'm going to match them up with someone in a blue collar job. If it's a white collar job, I'm going to match them up with someone with a white collar job. So because the more similarities that you can show that these people are just like me, they have goals just like me, they have dreams just like me, and guess what? They also have fears just like me. When we can show these uh, our prospects, man, there's 20 other people that are 40 other people that are just like me and that they can do it, guys, they will automatically realize they can do it too. They know what we have works. The question they have is, will I do the work? Will I actually do it? So stories are absolutely key with what we do. I love that. Hey, you've been um, in the profession for quite some time. This is uh -huh. my favorite question. What is your worst moment in network marketing to the point you even maybe even thought about not doing the same anymore, but you didn't quit. You stayed on. And that's why you're the leader you are today. And so that experience literally happened, started happening about four years ago. There were some things that started happening that I was like, man, I just don't know if I agree with that, right? And I started going down the downward spiral where like I started blaming things on everybody else. And we went on a company um, retreat. And then that company retreat, I seriously, I messed up. I thought the event was on Sunday night. It was on Saturday night. I didn't show up. And so the CEO was there with some of the other leadership. And they voted to kick, basically kick me off the leadership team. And I was like, I mean, I was that one of the first ones in the company. I had built half the people that were in that room. And I remember I got the phone call from our CEO and we were talking and one of my good friends, um, he's helped me. He's a coach. He helps a ton of people. He called me up. He's like, bro, I'll help you with this. But he's like, you have to realize something. He's like, you suck to be around. 
how would you guys like one of your best friends? So this was, he had been my best, one of the good friend, best friends for about 11 years. Say, Simon, hmm. you suck to be around, right? Like all of a sudden, like that's a knife to your chest and they're twisting it. And he's like, you got to become more likable. And I was so tempted to quit because I was so ticked off at so many things at that time. It literally, I went on a probational period and then that time it cost me well over $100,000. And I'm like, man, this isn't even fair. And that's where when my friend said, Richard, you're not likable. Here's some things you need to switch. And one of the books, because guys here, and the reason why it was so hard, I was so tempted to quit is like, I know I, I have a seat at that table just like everybody else does. But I had become so unlikable, I realized why people didn't want me to be around. And so I went on, I learned how to start doing some of these things. And one of the biggest things, and I hope this is okay to say, Rob Sperry has a book called The Game of Networking that goes over 13, 14 different ways on how to become more likable. Guys, this is going to be blunt. Here's the reason people don't buy they don't like you. <laughs> For some reason, you're putting off a vibe that they don't like you. And since that time in the business, as I went through a really hard year period, the crazy thing is, is now, you know, light is light, truth is truth. It's come out. Now things are completely different. And a lot of people trust me, come to me with a bunch of different things. But man, when you put your heart and soul in something and you feel like the rug's been ripped out from underneath you and it cost me a ton of money at that time, I was bitter and I'm like, screw this. But instead of having a vengeance attitude, I looked inside and said, man, I got to change. If these people don't think I'm likable, who have I become? And reading that book and reading and doing a couple other things, guys, it changed everything for me. You want to have more success in your business, become more likable. The more likable you are, the more like the more success you're going to be. We've all experienced it. Hey, Simon, how's your day going? Man, it's going good, you know, besides this happening. Like, no one wants to listen to anything like that, right? But man, Simon, how's your day going? I'm here to pump you up. I'm here to fire you up. Like, let's go make some money. Let's make a difference in your Guys, people want to be around that enthusiasm. They want to be around people who are smiling. They want to be around people when you're talking to them. You put your dang phone away. Stop playing on your phone. Remember their name. Smile. Have some empathy with them, right? Like, guys, you do that, and all of a sudden, your business will start taking off. The more likable you become, more of the things that you do inside of that book, your business will take off. I think it happened not only for me, but for a lot of other people over the years. That's awesome advice. Be uh, more likable. And yeah, and Rob Sperry is a good friend of mine. Awesome book. We've had him on SGM Nation podcast a few times, three, four times. Uh, we'll definitely put the link to the Game of Networking in the show notes page. And yeah, uh, there's also another book. If you guys haven't read it, it's awesome. It's called The Game of Conquering. Yep. I'm being in a victim mindset, survivor mindset, and a conqueror mindset. Guys, you get that conquer mindset, you become likable. Guys, you, you'll start writing your own paychecks. Great stuff. Hey, um, how important is consistency to success? Consistency is everything. Okay? I say consistency, diligence, and persistence. 
Guys, there's days when I wake up, I don't want to do my business. Every leader in every company has days when they wake up, they just don't want to do it, right? But consistency, even doing things when you don't want to do it, that's what separates the wheat from the tares, man. I mean, you are consistent in what you are doing. You will have more success. Consistency, guys. I mean, with our, depending if you call them your DMOs, your IPAs, you know, whatever it is that you call them, it is all 100% about consistency. Whether you have 30 minutes a day to build your business or whether you have five hours a day to build your business. If you are consistent in what you do and you consistently are finding people and telling this story, you will consistently get paychecks. Where people struggle is they will go and I do an example where I'll hold up a pen and say, hey, tr you know, try to grab this pen. Well, they grab the pen. I said, don't grab the pen. Try to grab the pen. And they grab the pen. I'm like, don't grab the pen. Try to grab the pen, right? When we are inconsistent, inconsistent, we're trying our business. Guys, we don't try to build a business. We either build a business or we don't build a business. The only way we become great is by going through the four levels of learning, getting our teeth kicked in for a little while, getting through that consistency, going through those four levels of learning, and then guys, you stay consistent, you can absolutely crush your business. One of my good friends right now, he's been in our business eight years. Six years, he struggled. I'm not gonna lie, he struggled. He had a hard time talking to a wall when he came down. He found one little niche 18 months ago, and within two years, he will almost have quadrupled his income and left his job. And I was talking to him and I said, man, if I would have told you that the first six years, I mean, yeah, he still made over $100,000 in six years combined. I said, if I would have told you, you would struggle. You would have gone through all you have gone through. But in eight years, you'd be out of the rat race and be tripling to almost quadrupling your W-2 income with your five kids what would you have said? He's like, oh, I've done it in a heartbeat. But if he isn't consistent, he's never going, we're never going, he never broke out where he's got, we will never get to where we want to go. Hey, I'm on Nation. Let's prospect together and get results immediately. At our BYOB online workshops, we don't just focus on taking notes and give you more motivation or more things to learn, get a whole notebook of things and you don't even know where to start, right? I know you need a clear roadmap on how to, get action and get results. Take action, get results. So these are our online workshops. You don't need to go anywhere. We just hop on Zoom. And I'll teach you exactly what to say when prospects reply back. I'll guide you word for word uh, how to overcome the objections. And I guarantee you at the end of the session, you'll get at least one interested prospect for your business or your product and service. So it's going to be a ton, a ton of fun. Uh, and unlike most training events, right? This is not just more training. You, you don't get many notes, but I'll get, guarantee you will get results and you actually learn through by taking the action. So if you want to try it out, it's still a ton of fun. Go to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Hey, thank you so much for sharing. As we go towards the end of the show, Richard, some quick questions to pick your brain and these can be quick uh, one-liners. So the first one is what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? It's one from Andy Frischilli, and he basically says this, before anyone can be creative great, they're going to suck in the beginning. I love that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? 
consistency showing up every single day. What's your, do you have a routine in terms of consistency? Yeah, what, what's your typical day like? So wake up around 6 o'clock, work out, and then um, make my kids breakfast, get them off to school. And then usually by 9 o'clock every day, I've made that first phone call. I've sent that first text. That's the hardest one of the day. Do it by 9 o'clock in the morning. And then I honestly believe if I get all my stuff done by 11 or 12, I go play. If it takes me till 2, then I work till 2. Get in, get the work done, go home, enjoy your life. What's the best advice you ever got? Oh, man. Besides don't suck. <laughs> try, like, literally try, try, like, try until you, you know, try until you succeed. You know, go and actually do the work until you succeed. Another quote that I love is this. You already know what you need to do to make a million dollars. Go out and do the deep and work. Hmm. We already know. Just go do the work. So that's my philosophy every single day. I come in, I get it done. Then once I am done, then I go home and I enjoy life with my wife and my boys. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have a, a qualified prospect. Do you call them first and then send them a Zoom or do you send them a video first? What do you like, what do you like to use? So with our product, it's a little, it's a little different the way that we do it. But a lot of what I'm doing now is either phone call is how I did it for years was phone call. Now a lot of it is through a voice message. So either through Facebook Messenger or voice message on my phone because everyone's getting now spam text. So I like doing voice text because that separates me from everybody else. Aside from the social media channel uh, apps, what's your favorite app on your phone? Besides social media, what's my favorite app? Yes. Um, podcast or Audible. So I don't know, but I don't know if you consider that social media. So no, aside from social media, that's not social media. So podcast. I listen to I listen to a ton of books. Um, so I have an Audible account. I have my podcast account. Um, you're on there. Andy Fraschilli's on there. Rob Sperry's on there. You know where I'm able to go and get this stuff. And then, of course, for me, I believe in God, so I have the scriptures that I meant a lot to. Speaking of books, you talk about Rob Sperry's books, but any uh, two, any other books, uh, two or three other books you could recommend? Um, Drive Sales by Woody Woodward, The Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster by Darren Hardy. Um, I love the book Relentless, and uh, he's coming out with a new one. Tim Grover's coming out with a new one called Winning. Awesome. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yep. So, Richie, imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. You didn't know your family, didn't know your kids. You're like a total alien in a different world, but yet you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? TikTok. And what would you do then? I would do what I'm starting to do now, being able to show people my life, but being able to market in a way that they don't, they see the product without really knowing who I am. So they are wanting to ask questions. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? So best thing to do, guys, I would say is this. Stop trying and just doing. 
This business, guys, you guys are all running a multi-million dollar business. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on your dreams. Um, go forward, accomplish those dreams, do whatever it takes. Stop comparing yourselves to others. Some people do it in a year, some will be three. It might take you 10, doesn't matter. Don't give up on your dreams. Uh, probably the best way to be able to get in touch with me now because we're switching all my TikTok stuff right now would be Facebook. Um, I will also give you, so Facebook, Richard Stock. There's a picture of me and my family when we were in the Caribbean on the beach. And then, guys, I'll do this. I'll give you my phone number, 801-413-3919, 801-413-3919. If you call me, I won't answer, so send me a text, and I'll get back with you. That's one of my Google Voice numbers, so go ahead, send me a text on that. Guys, love to help you out any way I can with Simon, with what he does. Guys, there's so many great people that are in there. Never give up on your dreams. Stop comparing yourselves to others. Live your life. Live your life. Die with memories, not with dreams. The more you do that, the more successful you'll become. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you're going to hang out with Richard Stock. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab and the show notes of the books and what the nuggets of wisdom was, the links to uh, Richard's profile will be right there. Definitely go follow him and connect with him. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, and in network marketing, you must help others. So Richard, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. You too. Have a great day, guys. Hey, ML Nation. I would love to prospect together with you and also help guide you on what to say, how to reply back to your prospects so that you can get your next customer or rep this week. You want to know how? Just go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, everyone. Great show from Richard Stock. Good stuff. A lot of lessons here. I think number one is it doesn't matter what background you come from, whether you're in real estate or in sales. Hey, you need to be humble and learn that this profession is different, right? Richard, for the longest time, was selling things the wrong way, being uh, giving out too many details. Keep it simple. Show the bigger picture, right? And uh, this aha moment was showing using stories. We talked a lot about use stories that your prospects can relate to. It's not about you, it's about them. And you're really selling them that they can do it. Can they, when you watch a presentation, they don't care about the details, how great your product service is, but can they see themselves doing it? And that's the power of stories, right? Seeing the stories, uh, he talked about if you, he, if he's talking, uh, pre presenting to a group of younger people, he used stories of younger people in the 20s. And they're talking about people over 40s, they use different types of stories. Use stories, because this is something you know, no, People have goals, people have dreams, and people have fears. Now, you may say they don't have any goals, but everyone's goal is to make more money, right? If you ask them, hey, what would you like? Work less, make more money, right? That's a goal. People have dreams, and people also have fears as well. And if your stories relate to those, speaks to them, right? People will join. And you got to stay consistent. The questions, I love what he said, will you do the work? And that's why accountability, pushing is very important. But a lot of you, right, you know what you need to do. Like what Richard said, you know what you, or you already know, but you just need to do the work. You need someone to push you and remind you, to help you stay accountable to do that work 
that is important. Be likable. I love what you talked about. Be, you know, different ways to be likable. Smile. Pay attention to people, right? Be a good listener. Be enthusiastic. Because if people are not buying, people only buy from people they know, like, and trust. And you know your company service is great. It's awesome. But they don't buy from you because they probably don't like you. Timing's not right. And even if the timing is right, people only buy from they know, like, and trust. That's why what you post on social media is extremely important. By the way, if you're stuck and don't know how to post on social media, highly recommend you check out one of our social media workshops. I price this where everyone can check it out. It's very easy. Go to mlmnation.com. Uh, you can see how we help. And you see on the events, uh, attend the next social media workshop. You'll get at least five new people to talk to. I guarantee. I actually create the content for you. I know you've been very, you're very, very busy. So to make it easy, I create a content to save you time and you will get instant results. It normally on that day when we do the workshop. So uh, anyway, back to Richard. Talk about consistency. You know, everyone doesn't want to do it, including myself. We're all human. Leaders don't feel like doing it anyway. Don't feel like doing anything, but we do it anyway. That's why we are where we are, right? Successful people do things that unsuccessful people don't. Successful people do what others won't so they can have others. I'm sorry. The line is successful people do what others uh, don't so that they can have what others won't. That always gets me. With that line, but it's you got to do the work, okay? Don't slack off, do the work, do the work, do the work. Awesome show. I love what he said no trying, just stop trying, just do it, right? And never, never give up on your dreams. Great show. I want you, this is something I want you all to do. Go back and look for the stories. What are the stories that you can use to grow your business, right? Go and collect stories. It doesn't need to be just testimonies from you or your team, it could be cross line. Anyone in the company, in fact, anyone in the network marketing, there are people who use our podcast that send it to people so people can relate to that. Right? So anyway, use stories. It's not about you, it's about them. Everyone has dreams, goals, and fears. If you can connect with that, people will become interested. Hey, this is Simon Chen. I'm glad I'm proud to be part of this amazing profession. If you like this, subscribe, leave us a review, share this with one of your team members. And um, now it's over to you. Take action, what you learned, and remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.